Welcome to Stories in the Dark, a podcast about strange and creepy things. Come listen to the dark. Not all fairy tales have happy endings, but that doesn't stop you from wishing that this one would. Hello, listeners. This week, we have a special treat for you. This week, we'll be listening to a new, dark, and twisted fairy tale. This one is called The Girl with the Golden Heart. The Girl with the Golden Heart is our darkest fairy tale so far. So just a quick warning for our listeners. This week we have some disturbing imagery, so please consider this a content warning and a trigger warning, because some things are too disturbing to hear. There was once a girl who was born with a heart as soft as gold. When she was a baby, Her smile warmed a room like a ray of sunshine in the summer. When she laughed, (laughs) which she did often, her whole family laughed from the sheer joy of the sound. Her heart was so soft that if her parents quarreled, she cried the saddest cries you've ever heard from a baby. The cry of heartbreak and grief and the sound of it would set everyone to weeping until her parents would stop quarreling because they were crying too hard. This girl, as many do, had older siblings, and they loved to torment their little sister. It started with little pinches when she was a baby. When she learned to walk, they would trip her and laugh a hard, mean laugh that left a tiny scar on her golden heart. Her parents worked very hard at their business and didn't seem to see much of what their children were doing, although they did try their very best. As she grew, her long golden hair shone brighter and brighter. Her smile could warm anyone it touched, but she didn't smile much at home. Her older sisters had found new ways to torment her, ways that used words to cut into her sweet, soft heart. They were just as mean to each other. They called each other rude names that men called them, and they gossiped and said nasty, nasty words. Every time the girl heard this, her heart hurt from a new scar. It hurt the worst to see them be so mean to each other. The sisters couldn't seem to stop. It was almost as if they each had a voice whispering in their ear, telling her the worst things to say, the meanest things to do, the hardest cuts to make. They stole each other's clothes and left bruises where they shouldn't. The girl turned 16, and she had learned to be wary of her sisters. They promised her new dresses and ribbons for her birthday. 
The scars on her golden heart warned her not to get her hopes up. The girl knew this would just end up in another cruel trick. A pig's ear instead of a new purse. An empty box instead of ribbons. She didn't really want anything. She just wanted her sisters to be nice to her. So on the day of her birthday, she washed her best dress and her sister's best dresses too. And she scrubbed the house top to bottom while her sisters went out shopping, whispering and laughing as they left. Then she carefully washed all the grime and dust off of herself and brushed out her long golden hair, warming the room as she sang and sang from her heart. She set her hair in waves, and her cheeks were flushed with happiness and youth and the kind of hope that lives in a golden heart. The girl set out bread and cheese and fruit and made tea and waited for her sisters to come home. She sat at the kitchen table and hummed and drank tea until she thought she would burst. The sun started to set, so she made more tea and ate an apple to stop the rumbling in her stomach. Finally, hours after the sun went down, the door opened and the sisters burst in, laughing and falling down and bringing with them a group of boys and men from the village who carried packages and bottles and possibly not the best of intentions. The girl felt her golden heart shrink just a little bit, faced with all these strangers in her house. They yelled happy birthday, and they yelled they were hungry, and they spilled beer, and they talked quite a bit and said every word at great volume. Her sisters hissed at her to relax and enjoy her birthday. They told the men and the boys that their parents wouldn't be home until very late, for they had taken the wagon filled with goods to trade at a nearby village. The men laughed and leered when the sisters said the girl needed a birthday kiss, for she was turning sixteen and it was the symbol of great luck to get a kiss on her sixteenth birthday. The girl did not like this idea. The evening took a dark turn after that. The men and the boys took more than kisses from the girl and her sisters, and there was much drunken cursing and pain and crying in the house that night. The sisters had meant mischief, but not this, not this. When their parents came home, they saw things no one should have to see especially not parents. They ran everyone out of their house and put their girls to bed, and then their mother, furious down to her very bones, cursed the stupidity of daughters and the cruelty and greed of men. The next morning, the girl, sixteen and a day, woke up with the heaviest of hearts. Every inch of it was seamed over with a scar, and the heavy gold felt like lead in her chest. She tried to smile, but her mouth tasted like ashes. 
She brushed her hair, but it wouldn't shine anymore. When her sisters quarreled, she didn't care. When they came near her, she pinched them first. When she looked at them, all she saw was what they had done. She didn't care that they were hurting too. This went on for a year, a year of feeling nothing but the leaden weight of a scarred heart. It was a lot to carry around. She lost weight and she gained dark circles under her eyes. She shuffled around the house. She never wanted to go outside. She found odd, dark books and read them night and day. She didn't want to talk to anyone. Whenever she heard the front door or the sound of men laughing, she died a little bit more inside. On her 17th birthday, she was sitting at the kitchen table. No tea, no bread, no cheese. Just her. Her sisters were upstairs, and her parents were out buying meat and a cake for her birthday. The door swung open, and she looked up, fearing the worst. But instead of the pack of men she always expected, she saw a shrunken old woman enter. The woman looked around for a second, but then she looked at the girl. She looked into the girl. She locked her eyes on her, and she sat down at the table across from her without making a sound. The girl felt nothing. You have something I want, the old woman said, quiet but firm all at once. The girl shook her head. No, they took everything. I don't have anything anyone wants anymore. The old woman pursed her lips. This had all gone too far. She reached into the girl's chest and took out her heart and set it on the table. They both looked at it. It didn't beat. There was no blood. It was solid gold, but covered in thick lines, scars that mottled every bit of it. It was just as heavy as she'd thought. She wondered if it was beautiful as everyone said it was, back when she was little and everything was shiny. It's like that on the inside, too, she whispered. The old woman nodded. I know. This is what I came for. Sometimes they are better, fresh, and pure. Sometimes people like them with a little seasoning. But either way, golden hearts are rare and very useful, and I'm here to take this one. The girl nodded, feeling nothing. She was grateful to just feel empty inside. The old woman stroked the scarred, heavy heart with one gnarled finger. Normally, I give something in return. 
she looked into the girl's hollow eyes. For you, for this, for what happened, I will give you three wishes. Do you want to be rid of this thing for the price of three wishes? The girl nodded. She would have given it away for free. It wasn't worth anything to her anymore. The old woman smiled, her eyes narrowing and her teeth sharpening as she caressed her prize. She could afford to be generous, and maybe a tiny, tiny part of her felt a little bit bad for the girl. You have to use your wishes now. I'm not in the business of return visits, the old lady said, her blood warming now that the heart was in her hands. The girl smiled, a smile to match her own. My first wish, I want each of my sisters to wear my scars. I want every scar on my heart to be inflicted on them, on their skin, so that every time they look at themselves or each other, they are reminded of what they did. The old woman nodded. Done. She traced a few designs on the table to set the wish into a curse and sent it upstairs. The girl took a deep breath. Her voice seemed to come from the bottom of the ocean, where old things swam and fought and ate each other. My second wish. I want each of the men and boys to have done to them what was done to me by this time tomorrow. Every single one. I want them to suffer what I suffered. The old woman was impressed. This girl with no heart showed promise. She drew another design, a darker one. It took a little bit longer, and when it was done, she sent it out into the world. She was tempted to stay and watch the mayhem. Done and done. What of your last wish, girl? The old woman was curious now. The girl smiled. A smile that went all the way into the dark places and back again. My third wish? I wish to have your power right now. No strings, no tricks, and no consequences. The old woman opened her mouth to protest, but the power of the wish took over. All of her magic swelled up and burst from her into the girl in front of her. The girl closed her eyes and let the magic fill her, from the tips of her toes to her scalp. It kept going and even filled the hole where her heart used to be. When she opened her eyes, they were completely black. 
She smiled and licked her lips with her pointy pink tongue. The old woman sat there, stunned and empty. They both looked at the heart on the table. The girl reached across, quick as innocence lost, and snatched it up. She stared at it, no light anywhere. And then she reached across the table and hit the woman across the face with the heart in her fist, crushing her skull. You can still have it, she said sweetly, and dropped her old, scarred heart on the floor next to the old woman on her way out the door, her favorite book staining a pocket of her dress with a wet darkness. I don't need it anymore.